What's up, everybody? It's another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. To my right, I got the board man, Corey the Keg. To my left, Uncle Buck. And the special guest this week is the truck driver, the hog rider, Big Cam. But before we bring him in, I got one question for Uncle Buck. Last week, I said that Cameron's got a hog update coming, and you said, what's he mean by hog? And I said, a motorcycle. And you said, oh, what did you think I meant? I mean, I just don't know about this man. He's he's adventurous. Did you think he had a pet? I thought. I or mean, you think we were talking about his dick or what? You ever seen Varsity Blues? Billy Bob had a pet pig. I yeah. thought maybe this motherfucker bought a house pig, named it Bacon or something. Fill him in on the hog update. What do you mean by that? Shortly after the last episode I was on, I up and sold the one I had, and I went a few months without it, and then May came and had an itch, so I bought a brand new one. So you bought a brand Upgraded. new one. Okay. And now tell us what you had before. It was a Harley, right? Mm-hmm. It was a Street Glide. What you got now? 2016. Uh, 2021 Rogue Glide Limited. Now, I've seen some pictures of this hog on social media and stuff. Nothing looks pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah. That's a big bike. It's as much as a SUV. Some some SUVs. New SUVs? Yeah. Hot damn baby. Did your wife approve of that loan? Yeah, what, she, she what? had to give the final say. <laughs> all right, all she right. wasn't happy, and she's still not happy. But she likes to ride on it. That time frame <laughs> of you, I'm sure she does. <laughs> that time frame of you not having a hog to getting a new one. What, were you just depressed? Were you sad? <laughs> I was sad. I was bored, sad because I had a lot of time and was your invested. In was it. your Google Pornhub searches up with that time frame? <laughs> were you spending a little more time on that website than you should have? Probably. A little bit more time. You should have been couch. throttling the gas instead of your pecker. <laughs> instead of my pecker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had had to switch it up, give the internet a, a little break. So, Big Cam, we brought you in for one reason, one reason only this week. You got yourself a new job. Yeah. And that is a truck driver, a semi-driver, the 18-wheeler, the big rig, the big wheel, whatever you want to call it. Tractor trailer. Yeah. Tractor trailer. I want to get right into it. What made you even consider being a truck driver? I was tired of the job I had working in the prisons and being a corrections officer and did that for almost 10 years. It was like a little over nine years and Decided I just got burned out. I got burned out on it. Seems so, like a job you'd get burned out on quickly. Yeah, babysitting uh, grown men isn't the uh, ideal job for a lot of people, but it takes a special person to do it. So. Right, and... You became a truck driver. I mean, there's a thousand different jobs out there you could have went to. I mean, who the hell wants to drive a big rig truck every day? What made you decide to, to do that? I've always you, you gotta you gotta want to drive, love to drive because I do twenty five hundred to three thousand miles a week. So you gotta want to be able to drive and love to drive and be away more than a normal nine to five job. So my dad's always been a truck driver, so I was always into it i guess and it was always maybe i wouldn't maybe say a dream but i always like admired truck drivers and all that stuff so before you become a truck driver do you have to go to like a trucking school and like get a cdl and do all that shit yeah you have to have a um cdl there's three different types class a b and c to drive what buck said a tractor trailer um it just goes by weight really um that's a class a which is like if you have a class a you can drive anything school buses all kinds of stuff, really. And then you have to have certain endorsements to haul 
hazardous materials, tankers, like fuel and water and stuff like that. And then like uh, me, I um, haul a lot of, you see the little double trailers going down the road. That's what I haul a lot. They're, you have to have a double, triple um, endorsement for that. So that's, that's so kind of So you're a big do. dog. You're more important than the other drivers. <laughs> if, you're, if you're doing the double trailer, I just feel like you got more, you know. It's just a different type of freight category, I guess. It's, we're considered like an LTL company, which is pretty much, we haul anything and everything. See, I always made fun of the truck drivers that were double hauling trailers. You can't handle the big boy. You got to have two small ones. I almost feel like it's the, actually, the two small ones are harder to drive. It's not actually. Okay. I, you would think, but yeah, you can, knew it. You can turn. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you can turn a lot, uh, not a lot sharper, but you can make a little bit like tighter turns if you know what you're doing. You obviously can't back them unless you're a fucking expert, which I'm not. So I've seen a few guys do it, but it takes a lot of practice. So you can't back it up to. If, if they're both hooked together, no. Because okay. there's so you, a dolly. Because there's, there's so one? many pivot points. Yeah. Okay. So when you back up to like a. You know, a building, a warehouse to mm-hmm. drop off your load. You'll you'll just do one at a time. Okay. You'll drop your rear and then go put your. But I, great. How I do it, it's all I have all no touch freight, so I don't I don't I don't see what's in my trailers. I don't open them. I don't do nothing. I just to and from, and that's it. Okay. Have you ever been afraid that you might be sabotaged? <laughs> like Rob, like, like, like with, with no, no like with cocaine and shit in oh. your truck, and you don't know about, it and you get pulled over. Eh. Oh. The company that I work for is kind of, uh, I don't know, it's a big company, so I don't think they, they're into the narco business. You can't put it past anyone. But, you never, but you never know. Especially yeah. if it's based out of I mean, Ohio. We do, I mean, we do do stuff to like home, we deliver stuff to homes sometimes, so. Okay. So, I know there's many different trucks, mm-hmm. types, models, whatever, sleepers, regular cabs. I don't know what to call them because I'm not a big semi guy, but we do have a big plant you know, around our area, it's the Kenworth. Yeah. Do you drive a Kenworth? Sometimes we have. So uh, you drive different ones? We have three different brands that we have. Um, we have Kenworth Freightliners and Volvos. Most of our trucks are Freightliners, but we have, we're getting more and more Kenworth, seems like, but we don't have very many Volvos. What's your absolute favorite model to drive? Probably the Kenworth, but it's not really big fella approved. Like I have a beer belly, so it kind of. It's really close to the steering wheel. Oh, okay. They don't have as much uh, room as the Freightliners do, but the drive of the Kenworths are a lot better. So, so I, you can't move your seat back? There's just not enough room in the cab? Day, it's a day cab, so yeah, once it hits the back, it's not You're going done. any further. Yeah. Okay. The Freightliners have more leg room, but if I had to drive at one, the Kenworths are probably better. Is yours automatic or is it manual? No, ours are still 10 speeds, so a lot of companies are switching automatics now, but we don't. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. So it's a 10-speed, and you know regular cars, they're usually five or six. Mm-hmm. How different is that to learn? You're going from you know a six-speed car to a 10-speed semi-truck. Is that harder, or is it just the same? 10-speed's really the same as like a five-speed car. Um, they're just, the gears are stacked on top. Like you got one, two, three, four, five, and then you have a, a, a little um, switch on the um, shifter. You just flip it up, and it goes into a high range, and then you go back over, and that's six, seven, eight, nine, tenth. So it's basically a five-speed times two. I'd be grinding all them fucking gears because I have no idea what you meant by that. So you just it, you just hit a switch, and then you go to it's six a little, through it's ten. It's a little air-activated um, switch. It's called a um, splitter, and it splits the gears. Buck, you're a great driver. Mechanic, you think you could, so you think you could drive Fuck, the 10-speed? No. You should ask this man about me driving his Mitsubishi Lancer. <laughs> I used to grind the gears out of that fucking thing. How I mean, many over or under 20 switches in that cab? Depends on the truck. Ours really don't have a lot. Ours are pretty basic, but like 
if you get your like older older model trucks and like your bigger sleeper cab trucks i mean they have a lot like you've seen some of the big red trucks maybe inside of his he has older trucks and they got a lot more stuff that they can do and stuff so they have i mean you can get a lot of switches in them i couldn't do it there's a lot a lot of temperature gauges and air pressure gauges and stuff like that see it's a it's a lot going on i mean that's why you got to do the extra schooling and stuff i guess but the only 10 speed i ever use belongs to my wife but we won't get into that It's got turbocharged. It's got it's got a bunch of different settings. Hey, but. I can I can hear it at my house when he turns that fucking thing on high. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm not going to ask you where you work, mm-hmm. but where where is like your uh, home base located? And I want to know where you've been traveling to as of late. Um, the terminal that I go out of is in Columbus. It's on um, Alum Creek. Okay. The, our headquarters is in North Carolina. I mean, we're a nationwide company, so we got terminals anywhere and everywhere. Um, where you been going lately the way it is like our routes are set up to to make us come home every day so i'm home every day so they're anywhere between three and a little over 600 miles is the furthest so there's a lot of meet points we have and like we have meet points and then we'll meet um which is like we'll meet at like a truck stop or like a, a certain it's a designated spot we'll meet drivers from other terminals um, we have those all over, and then we actually have terminals where we'll go to. So, I mean, we have them in Indiana. There's one in Illinois just across the border. Um, a lot in Michigan. I've seen you post something about Pennsylvania too, right? I go to Pennsylvania a lot. We have a lot that goes to Pennsylvania, um, Michigan, West Virginia. I think we have one in Withville, Virginia. There's a meet point down there. So when you say fi- when you say 500 miles, you said three to 600 miles. Like, mm-hmm. what's it take for you to get there? Is that like a how many hour drive is that? Just really depends. In a big rig, because I know you can't go as fast as like a sports car. Like no, if we're traveling, our trucks are governed at sixty five, and then we have some that are governed at sixty eight. So that's why you kind of get behind a semi, and you're like, "Fuck, won't this guy speed the fuck up?" Well, he can't. There's some trucks that are governed at sixty two. So I need the. It's all different. So it's, he needs a damn governor on his truck. No, I just need fuck. to take it easy now <laughs> on a semi that's not going any faster than sixty five. I need to say, "Hey, this guy's probably got." little limitations I mean, on it there's variables you got your different trains like out in pennsylvania and we got mountains down in west virginia there's mountains that slows you down how heavy you are uh traffic i mean most average around four four and a half hours one way and then so you gotta drive then you gotta drive that back mm-hmm. so you know a drive for me like 500 it's 500 miles or right close to it to get to myrtle beach mm-hmm. and that takes about nine hours if you're no traffic or anything it's about a nine hour drive yeah so you do that every day Last week, there was a day I did, one of my days was 622 miles. That was down to, well, you know where uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky is, down there. Yeah, it's down there. I went down there and back. It was like 620, 622, I think. And then on the way back, they had me stop through um, Cincinnati. So a lot of times they'll do that. Like, you'll go somewhere, and then on the way back through, they'll have you swing by just wherever, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Pick something up. Yep. Every day, it's different. Every day is a different route. Yeah, for, for the most part. part unless you have a, a scheduled run then you'll do the same thing every day but me being new i'm just an extra um so i'm just they i'm kind of like on call i have like a six hour call window every day i, I work monday through friday and they'll call me at noon i'm noon to six so in any anywhere in between noon and six i leave every day okay and it very it's it varies and it's like seniority based then like the more senior people have the closer jobs, the, I guess. The gre- or the yeah, easier I mean, routes. Bit, yeah, the it's gravy. a seniority base. You bid on them. We bid on them every six months. And then 
like throughout the day, throughout the time frame, it goes by seniority as well. Like the people within that time frame will get called first, and then whoever's last gets called last. So you say you work five days a week, mm-hmm. and how long have you been at this place? A month from today will be a year. Okay, one year. Okay, so yep. you've been there happy, a little longer. Happy one year. Yeah. Man. Congratulations on the first anniversary. Should be, should be getting a raise soon. Here on the Sip and Serve podcast, yeah. we got a one-year truck driver here. But I want to know, what's your favorite route that you've drove so far? What's been your favorite drive? I don't know if it's scenery or an easy drive. Um, you tell me. If I'm wanting the money, because I get paid mileage, so I don't get paid hourly. So if I want the money, usually the ones down in Kentucky, southern Kentucky, or the good money money making ones um scenery wise probably west virginia the one we have one that goes down to beckley west virginia and charleston yeah it's not bad um we have a lot that goes out to bedford pennsylvania it's like 550 miles round trip that's a that's a pretty scenic one i've never drove through pennsylvania at all yeah you just go out you just take 70 all the way out and then you jump on the turnpike and it's it's out there going towards Harrisburg. It's way out past Pittsburgh. It's it's nice out there. Okay, so you said you um, you're home every day, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And then there's also like truck drivers that they call over the road, correct? Yep. Yep. So can you explain the difference there? I mean, what's over the road mean if people don't know? You done your research? I'm dude. I, you think I'm a fucking <laughs> rookie podcaster, man? Or this is episode. What is this? 109, 108? 108. 108. I mean, Jimmy and Christmas Myers. Uh, Fuck. I think you were coming on. Yeah. Fucking Mr. Rogers. This is a real deal. You guys. Um, Wait till I pull my dick out later. It'll get real. <laughs> um, over the road guys. Yeah. They, um, they're basically, they live on the road. Um, so they're gone maybe like six, seven days a week. And, or, and that sometimes, sometimes more. I mean, okay. it's really up to them and really up to company how they do it. But I mean, if they're their own boss, their owner operator, they can stay as long as they want, as long as they got, as long as they got. But um, they can't drive. They can only drive for certain straight hours. Yeah, right? that's that's all federally um, regulated. So, I did some research. I heard it's eleven on, ten off, driving wise, um, over the road. Yeah, for the most part, like um, so you can drive eleven hours straight, and then you legally have to shut your truck down and get you know ten hours of rest. Yeah, and there's other stipulations in between there. I mean, that for yeah, to make it simple, yeah, but. You get 70 hours in an eight-day period total. That's your on-duty hours. That includes driving. As long as that truck's running, you're on duty. Um, so you get 70 hours in an eight-day period, and then every day you start your on-duty time. You got a 14-hour clock of on-duty time. So that could include driving, driving in the yard, driving around in a parking lot, anytime the truck's on as well. And then within that 14 hours, you have your 11 hours of drive time, like you said. Within that 11 hours, you can only drive eight straight hours. And then after that eight hours, you have to take a 30-minute break. The truck can't move. Once that 30 minutes up, you'll get your three additional hours for your total of 11. And then once that 11 is up, you're done. So if that that 8, 11, or 14 runs out, you're done, whichever comes first. Back in the day, it used to be like you write down your hours and what you've drove, the mileage, like whatever. Like paper, and now, paper logbook. And now they're like computers inside your truck, correct? Yep. So all, there's no getting away with no. You can budget. still, a lot of the owner-operators still will use. Much um, faking some numbers. Yeah, but it's making it harder and harder. So um, so basically that computer tracks what you're doing. Yeah, our mm-hmm. trucks, they all have GPS, so they know where we are all the time. Speed, they know how fast we're going. Ours have cameras in them. Um, so you can't be like jerking off or anything like when you're parked? Well, ours don't have inward-facing cameras, so you could probably get away with it. Oh, but so they're not on you. Yeah. Does it have audio? 
No. Okay. <laughs> so it can hear you groaning. It, it, it yeah. can get the reflection off the window. So make sure you don't have like a light or something. They'll see it. All right. How good is the money? Because, you know, you see truckers every day. Mm-hmm. They're the backbone, man. I know. They're the backbone of America. The rumor is that they make fantastic money. They can, yep. Depends on the company and depends what kind of freight you do. Like my dad, for example, he does like city stuff. I'm what is considered line haul. So most line haul gets paid mileage. Um, and then you're over the road is mostly per mile as well. Like 30 to 50 cents is like the average, I guess, per mile, or is there more? You would say that's an average, yeah, but I make I make more than that. I'm up around like 68. Hot dog. dog. So you work it's with a, a good company. A good, I got, yeah, I looked into a good company. Okay. And a company like what my dad works is a, another good company as well. I also seen that, you know, as soon as you get on with a company and you become a driver, there's some pretty big signing bonuses. Yeah. I've seen advertisement. I think it was up in Toledo one day, and I seen one for a um, – it was a smaller company. I've never heard of them, but they were offering 15000 sign-on. But their um, mileage pay wasn't as much as us. I think they were starting them out at like $0.50 cents a mile. Okay, so you said you make close to $0.70 cents a mile, yeah. and you said your uh, Pennsylvania trip or your Kentucky trip is close to 550 miles a trip. Yeah. So that's that's damn good money for one day. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, that's why I I, I try to get as many. They hook me up with the miles, so I'm pretty happy. Now, with are, it. are there some guys that you work with that say, you know what? I've been doing this for so long. Just give me the shorter shit. Yep. Not most a lot some of the older guys will like that one, the Beckley, West Virginia. It's like a eight eight to four, basically almost like a normal job. It only takes about four hours to get down there and it's like four hundred miles, right around four hundred miles round trip. And they down and back, eight hours, you're done. Now is there still, opportunity? still good money, but is there opportunity for overtime? I mean, can yeah, they I could probably go in every Saturday as long as I still got time on my seventy hours, which that that. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. So you can only work that 70 hours. So sometimes it makes it tough. But, yeah, as long as you have the time, you can run extra. And I, I did last Saturday. Actually, I went out to Indian back real quick. So a quick little 400 miles. Your, uh, your truck, you mentioned it earlier, it's a single cab. Is that every truck you drive is a single cab? Yeah. We have we have sleeper cabs, but that's just for the team drivers. So Okay. I was going to ask you if your, you know, your truck had a sleeper in it or if it had a small kitchen, maybe even a pisser. No, I wish. Would but are there trucks the out there that have like a, you know, a small kitchen and do they have a bathroom on board? Yeah. And some trucks? You've probably seen them. Those, it's just like, like Ken, like, like Kenworth and some of the Peterbilts and some, I mean, I've seen Volvos and Internationals too. They got a fucking cab on them. That's, I don't know how many inches they are. They go by inches. Probably have a queen bed huge. back there. Yeah, they do. They have table. They have like a little, di- kind of like a little camper. Got dinette. It's got onboard shower. Refrigerator, microwave, um, TV. TV, yeah, most of them got TVs, and then they got toilet, and it's got its own onboard, just like a camper. You got to dump the shit and piss out. All, like you see them all the time. They're nice. I've seen them. Let's let's talk about your pissing situation. <laughs> like if you're driving on a long road and you know you do you have like a timetable that you have to get to your certain location by, or can you take uh, your time if you want? If you're getting paid by the mile, um, not the hour. I try to. I mean. Getting paid by a mile, I try to go as quick as possible. Okay. Some guys are different. So do um, you pull over and piss? Yeah. Or, Being that I'm on days now, I don't really like to piss. I mean, technically, we're not supposed to. Obviously, you're not supposed to piss on the side of the road. But um, <laughs> I was gonna ask if you I'm like, not in a hurry, I'll stop at a truck stop or I'll stop at a rest stop. But, it just, I mean, every time you do, it's 10 or 15 yeah. minutes every time you do. And depending if I'm drinking a lot of coffee or a lot of water, I'm pissing every two hours. And, so I was going to ask you. 
you know, you're up high. No one can see you. Yeah. And you you can set your truck on cruise. Say you got a straight stretch coming. You ever whip out your Gatorade bottle, just take a piss right there on your seat? No, I don't, because I'll piss all over the place. <laughs> now, do you know people that do? Uh, I mean, if they if they want to make good time, just piss in that bottle, man. Personally, no. But I, I was told a story a while back. It was a guy out of one of our terminals down in Atlanta. Um, he was a bigger fella. And... The guy that was telling me about it, he he met him every day down in Kentucky, and he said one day he, he went over, he unhooked his trailers, went over to his truck to um, grab his paperwork because he was taking forever. He's like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" So he goes over, opens his door, and grabs his paperwork, and the guy grabs his door shut real quick. He said, "Hey, what the hell are you doing?" And he he looked and he said he had a bunch of newspapers all over the floor, and he's like, he like, "What the fuck?" And then he they noticed his pants was down around his ankles. <laughs> So he said, hold on a minute, I'll be out. So he shut the door and sat over there, and he goes, he goes, yeah, I put the newspapers down because I don't like stopping. I got to stop and pee every about an hour, so I just put, I, he leaves his pants down around his ankles. So it's like a puppy pad. Exactly. And he pisses, <laughs> piss pad. He pisses Why he doesn't even stop. He just drives and whips his dick out and pisses while he's floor. On, I mean, yeah. Like a piss pad. I mean, he's a big, he's a big old son of a bitch, so I know he ain't got a hog. <laughs> so you know he's pissing all over himself. He's a caveman. <laughs> So I, mean, I, I, you know, I respect that's, it. That's He's, wild to believe. Oh, do you like if you pull over like on on ramps, extra ramps, um, rest stops, you'll see bottles of fucking Gatorade out there, and they're yellow. It ain't fucking lemon lime Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, that's piss. And you got to watch out too, because I'll pull over like on the shoulder. One time I was right outside of um, Zanesville, and I was going around my truck real quick. It was it was early in the morning, so it was still kind of dark. And I just happened to look down. I seen something white. I was like, what's that? And look, it was toilet paper. And right underneath of it was a, a turd. Just a big just, ass turd. Just got shit on Dude, the side of the road. Yeah. Just squatted down against his tire and shit. Unbelievable. I almost stepped in it. I mean, I guess you got to do what you... <laughs> that's just life on the road. <sighs> truck, some truck drivers are just fucking nasty. And, and most of them are your over-the-road guys. Because, I mean, they don't... I don't know. They, they live in their truck. So, I mean, that's, that's all they got. So, Well, when you're... You know, if you're, if you're shitter... If you're on board, shitter's full... You got to make something work, right? I guess. What's your food situation, Big Cam? Do you like pack your lunch so you can eat on the road, or do you ever uh, stop over at the uh, what is it, the, the Loves, the Pilot, and get yeah. you some Subway or something? Um, I try to pack my um, lunch and stuff as much as possible. Starting off, I was working nights, so I really didn't try to eat a whole lot at night. I would just snack, really. Um, I was going to ask you. What's your favorite snack? What's I mean? What's the truck drivers love? My go to. Yeah, like if you stop off or you pack it in your lunch and you say, "I'm just going to nibble on this." I gotta have my sunflower seeds. It just keeps me busy and it keeps me like alert. Like if you're chewing on sunflower seeds, especially when I was on nights, I just always had sunflower seeds in. It just helped me. Like sometimes chewing gum kind of keeps you alert and stuff. So I always got my sunflower seeds. So if I don't have those, it's a long day. Granola bars, I take those a lot. Sometimes. Beef jerky. Yeah, beef jerky. I love Slim Jims. I love uh, Slim Jims aren't. I mean, they're fake beef jerky, but (laughs) I like. I love Slim Jims. Combos now, man. Yeah, combos. Combos Combos are fire. They have recently went up to the top road snack for me. Coffee, coffee is a must, especially at night. Now, in order for you to stop, Mm -hmm. do you have to look for like a truck stop? Because I know like most fast food places, like a McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, don't have truck parking. Nope, a lot of them don't. so. So, do you have to like find? Once you go to a couple places, you know, like along the way, like, all right, I can stop here, or I'll, I'll like look on my map and like pull up like Google Maps and like you can get like a, like a satellite identify. view. Yeah, you, I, you can tell if I can drive back there or not, because me hauling doubles, 
I can't back up. So if I get in a spot to where I can't back up, fucked. So <laughs> is that when you just throw out the white flag? Yeah, just like someone, someone comes out of it. You got you, you to unhook them, and that's a fucking pain in the ass and a 30-minute process, and you got to hook them back up. And So you're careful where you park your truck. Yeah. Okay, okay I got a question real quick. Okay. How pissed off do you get when you drive through a small town and you have to make like a right turn and that car at the intersection is pulled all the way up to the stop sign and where I, you can't. That some bitch won't put it yeah, in reverse. And he won't move. I'll lay, I'll lay on the horn. I haven't really. I see I, it all the time, man. Luckily, I don't, I don't drive a lot in town, so I don't have to deal with it as much. There's been a few where I've. Would you rather drive on like a busy highway or be. In a small town driving. It doesn't matter because there's fucking I terrible just, drivers anywhere. I just feel like I, my, my, like. Your anxiety. Yeah. Would, my anxiety would be through the roof if I was hauling a 60 foot trailer and this little prick won't move so I can pull right. It does. It goes up because, I mean, your lanes and your streets are a lot tighter. You got people on both sides not paying a fucking attention. You got a long, long fucking vehicle because, I mean, both my trailers are, with them together, they're longer than a normal 53-foot trailer, so I'm actually a little bit longer. You're about 60. Something like that. So I'm sure you're probably, like, your GPS probably maps it out for you, the easiest route. So you miss the small towns and the tight turns and the underpasses that you can't get under. You want to tr- – I mean, there's there's actual GPSs specifically for commercial vehicles. Yeah. Because it'll give you, like, your bridge heights. Like, if you got low bridges and you ain't going under them. You ever scrape your – uh tractor trailer underneath the bridge yet no no (laughs) we're mostly on the highway so we don't have to worry about that um we have our tablet where our logbook and everything is has an actual truck gps that we use i never use it i use Waze because i mean i've been almost everywhere that we actually go so i know how to get there you like those speed trap awareness things don't you somebody puts up a state trooper (sighs) i mean we go 65 so i'm not speeding What's your favorite truck stop? I mentioned Pilot Loves, and there's probably more out there. Do you have like a go-to? Like when you see it, I'm like, I'm going to stop there because I like this one. TAs are the worst. They're the dirtiest, the nastiest. That's the one bathrooms. we have in Jeffersonville, right? What it's is a that? TA. There's TA up there. And yeah. There's a, there's a Loves. Yeah. Loves are probably the nicest. Pilots are pretty nice. Pilot Flying J's are pretty good. Um, I hate TA. Now, do they have like showers and shit there too? Like locker rooms for semi truck drivers? Yeah. Oh yeah, most of them do. How yeah. are the showers? I don't. I don't use them. So. You've never showered? You've never showered? But I guess he's I not go, over the I road. Go home every day. Yeah, yeah but still, I mean, wouldn't you just want to try it? Be like, I, I mean, I'm a trucker now. No, I want to go in and get cleaned no, up. Because yeah. you go in there and you see the guys that use them, and I don't know if they clean them or not. So I'm. You ever heard about any like weird like stories going on in the showers that the truckers use? Like <laughs> my my previous job, yeah, but not <laughs> not truck drivers. <laughs> you ever witness any drug dealing going on at these truck stops? I mean, truckers. Uh, no, I've seen well what I thought were probably lot lizards. So it's not a mythical creature. Oh, absolutely not. No. They do exist. They they are. What's a lot lizard? I was saving it for later, but. Kids, it's time for the Sipionary Word of the Week. Today's word is lot lizards. So basically, yeah. a lot lizard is a prostitute that you know works at truck stops. They solicit, solicit their business at a truck stop, and they they jump truck to truck yep. like a lizard jumps mm-hmm. rock to rock. Yep. So oh. they're they're real. Okay, oh, they're real. I thought it was maybe their tongues. Well, that too. 
Can you explain some lot legends? Have you had any experience? Uh, no, I don't have experience because I I'm in a truck stop maybe ten minutes at the most. Okay, so if you're a truck driver, can you also be a lot lizard? You make a little money on the side. Oh yeah, I've seen a few of those. I could oh, probably God. be. Is it true? Is it true? <laughs> is it true that like if a trucker gets a lot lizard mm-hmm. in his truck, that she will get on his CB? And put out like her name for business for truckers driving by. Yep, or like she'll, she'll have, she'll have yeah. her own. There's actually a good documentary. I don't know if you've um, researched that or not. There, it's actually called Lot Lizard, and I, I think it's on Amazon Prime. And Please tell me I can watch this. Yeah, I'm going home Prime. right after the it's pod. Called, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure it's called exactly just Lot Lizard, and I think it's on Amazon Prime. Is it kind of like a low cost Bigfoot it's very, documentary? It's a very low cost documentary, but Shit. it's real and. I can tell it's real. Now, have you ever heard them referred to as sleeper creepers? Uh, I've heard the term, yeah. Well, it's mostly just a lot About of About tar whores. <laughs> <laughs> no. No? So, you've never, like, if you've been parked, like, late at night, sometimes you probably get home a little later than usual, right? Yeah, yeah, very. And if you stop in at a truck stop, you ever had one just come up and put her titties on your window? No, no. And try to get your business? They, they hang out back where the there's, like, a parking lot in most truck stops where they, they got sleep caution, overnight. They got caution tape marked out like a crime scene. Mm-hmm. This is where the hookers are. That's but, Isn't that a dead giveaway for like police? I mean, yeah, there's undercovers. Like they'll, There's undercover cops I've seen that will be like, I haven't seen them, but I've heard that they'll like um, pretend they're a truck driver. They'll sit in truck stops in an actual semi and hope, hope to get them. And, they, and um, cops monitor the CB radios too, so that's kind of how they catch them as well. You mentioned it earlier. Your go-to is usually some coffee. I was going to ask you, like, if you have a long day and you, your eyes start getting heavy, do you do energy drinks or is it just coffee? Pop, maybe? Some caffeine? Five-hour energy? Um, Take a shot of that? I mean, I've done Some all, cocaine? Done, I haven't done cocaine. We get drug tested a lot. Okay. Um, I didn't know. Coffee probably is my go-to. Energy drinks every now and then. I've When I was working, when I first started, I was, I was, working, I was driving at night, so if I got super tired, I'd do the five-hour energies every now and then. Um I drink, I don't drink regular pop. How many so cups I just drink of coffee are you talking on a big trip? When I was on nights, I would drink a, like a 32 ounce Yeti tumbler full. And then I would have one of those big thermoses. I'm not sure how many ounces it is, probably about 60. So we're talking about 95 ounces drink, of coffee. I'd probably drink a whole pot, probably about a whole pot, maybe. Okay. I mean, I, that's not bad. Not that's bad. understandable. A lot of people do that every morning, you know? Yeah, it's true. How do you keep yourself entertained on the road? Music or podcast? What is it? <sighs> Music. Calling people, bugging them, talking to them. When I was on nights, I was hard. People were sleeping. So, podcasts, a lot of podcasts. Was, What's your go to music, man? I know you got a favorite album or playlist you kick metal. on when you I was heavy metal. Rap, country, you a little rock, bit of everything. Metal, yeah. I noticed, I noticed, Big Cam, you know, you asked me the other day, you know, what are some good podcasts? And I threw a few your way. Did you listen to any of them that I uh, mentioned to you? I listen to Joe Rogan a lot. Obviously, the old sip and serve is my yeah. go-to every week. Every Thursday. Yeah, it's it's towards the end of my week, so it gets me through my last couple of days. Um, Two Bears, One Cave with Tom Bert. Segura and yep. Bert. I listen to Tom and Christina's podcast, um, Mom's House. Um, a little bit of everything. Yeah, I like, I'm like. i real big into history, so I listen to a bunch of history. Like, There's one about like dictators and shit like that. I listen to that. that sounds kind of boring. <sighs> yeah, if you're not into history. That'll make you fall asleep. No. A lot of people listen to those like true crimes and stuff. I do that every now and then, but I listen to a little bit of everything. So, I mean, I had wrote down here, it's about impossible for you to speed, right? 
Uh, yeah, unless you're going downhill, you gotta watch your speed going downhill because you get that weight moving, and then you can get going pretty quick. I never even, like okay, let's talk about that. Like the uh, the runways, like if you're going through West Virginia yeah. on the turnpike, mm-hmm. they have them runoffs and big ass hills that you can go up yeah. if you get going too fast. The runaway ramp. Have you ever heard of anybody doing a runaway ramp? No, I seen one one time. I was in a car so years ago. I seen one. I think we we're going down through Virginia and. There was, we, it was way up ahead, and you could see all you seen was dust flying. That truck was halfway up that mountain. He had to use her. So these things exist, like they they're exit ramps for yeah. It's just a dirt semi. path. It's just no a shit sand gravel. Like yeah, it slows you down. Like you, the shit you would see on a racetrack that catches them, kind of slows them down without at the end of a drag imme- strip. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you drive to Myrtle Beach, there's several on the turnpike. I don't know. It's all hills, a lot of hills. Like going down those hills, especially if you're heavy. Big loads. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch your brakes because once they get hot, they get too hot, then they're gonna, they're not gonna work. So, and once once their brakes are gone, you ain't stopping. Now, do you think it would help if you had like a teammate back at your local hub watching your truck, like an F one Formula One driver? <laughs> hey, your, your brakes are a little hot. A little <laughs> hot. Slow, slow yeah. it down a little bit. Yeah. Your tires are running about one hundred nineteen degrees Celsius. Yeah. Cool them down, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's they, a great question. I mean, I've, I could be I've smoked them a few times, but um, you just gotta watch and you just gotta know your roads. Um, Keep it in like lower gear if you're going. You know you're going down a mountain. Get get down to a lower speed before you get down the mountain. That way you don't have to burn your brakes up. You travel through a lot of states. Mm-hmm. Which ones are the worst for cops? <laughs> Ohio's pretty bad, dude. I, um, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and this guy, I think he was an over the road guy, and he told a bunch of stories, and I thought were very interesting. And he said the same thing. He goes, Ohio yeah. are the worst for state troopers. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's some strips you can catch five or six state troopers. Oh, yeah. On a ten mile like strip. Yep. Uh, Michigan, Michigan can get kind of bad. Indiana too. I feel like Michigan. They try to be sneaky. Like their state troopers, their they, vehicles don't look don't, like they don't have the lights on. They don't have marker lights, so they hide. Yeah. I actually got. Pulled, I didn't necessarily get pulled over in Michigan uh, two weeks ago, but I was coming down back from Ann Arbor, and I was coming down seventy five, and fuck Ann Arbor. Um, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I was. Um, I was going from Ann Arbor to Toledo, and I was going to stop in Toledo and then come on back down to Columbus. Well, I got into the scale, and I was – because I knew I wasn't overweight. So I went through the scale, and he get, there's like an arrow. It'll tell you either go back on the highway or turn right. And I got the arrow. I was like, what the fuck? What do I do? And I pull over there. Trooper comes out. This is like 11 o'clock at night. He said, no, you got a headlight out? No. He's like, well, yeah. He's like, I need to do a vehicle inspection. So I was like, all right. That's got to be the worst. It is. Uh, that was my first one. So he just, he asked for all the registration for the trailers, truck, driver's license. Um, then he goes around the truck, checks your brakes, checks your tires, checks your lights, checks everything. And then he goes in, takes his sweet time filling out the paperwork and then came back out. And he's like, just get that fixed, blah, blah, blah. Everything else was good. So that's I mean, probably like what? 45 minutes to an hour. It was, it was like 45 minutes and it was already late at night and I was wanting to get home. And I still had to stop in Toledo and, it was frustrating. Shit show. It was. Tell me about the way stations. Do you have to stop? See, that's uh, what I want to know. Sometimes on the highway, you'll see semis pull off, and then a some of them, yeah, yeah they'll they keep don't. going. Some are different. Um, like ours have, like, it's called a pre-pass, which is it automatically pays for all of our tolls when we go through toll booths, and then it also has to do with way stations. 
So some way stations are different. Like there's some that are like just there's one lane you just go through and that's it. Some have a pre-pass where if you get a, it, it'll flash green or it'll flash red. If it's green, you just keep going. You can go by the scale. You can bypass it. If it's red, then you got to go through. How, how it, early do they give you that notification? Like a couple miles um, ahead? You'll see them. Like when you come up, to, it's usually about a mile ahead. You'll see these big white sensors in the far right lane above the road in it. That's what um, picks up the pre-pass. And then if you have hazmat, you have to stop no matter what. So if I'm hauling hazmat, then I have to go through no matter what. Okay. Some of them, I mean, some are different. Some of them you go in, you come to a complete stop, and it weighs you. Some is like a rolling scale, so you can go like 15 miles an hour across it. And then if you're overweight on one of your axles or you're gross, then they'll pull you over, and then they'll do an inspection and look at all your shit and all that. So my company's pretty good about weights and stuff, so they, they don't really have that issue. You ever drive through any snow yet? <laughs> yep. How is it driving a big rig through some snow? Sketchy. Um, especially if you're empty, if your trailers don't have any weight to them, it's even worse. Same with the wind. Like if you're empty in a windy day, like sometimes like when I drive on the highway, you know, here in Southern Ohio, we get a lot of snow and mm -hmm. there's only one lane open yep. and you know, the us and the, you know, the regular vehicles are going 45 and a 65, whatever it is. Yeah. And then freaking semi drivers blow our asses off the yeah. road in the passing lane. What yeah. the hell? I mean, they got that extra weight. I mean, it's still not safe. I, I don't do that because with me hauling doubles, they're they're not as like stable. So they they call them wiggle wagons. That's what they look. If you're going down the road, and you you'll see them like wiggling like yeah. this. That's I mean, that's what they're notorious for. So I can't I can't do that. It's not safe. I feel like you know in today's world the gas prices are so high. Mm -hmm. What does how much does it cost for you to fill up a semi now? <laughs> I, I don't pay attention because we have our own fuel pumps at the yard. Um, but I, I did the other day. I was curious. I was like, I wonder how much it would cost if I, if I was to pay for this. So I pulled up to the pump, and whoever had the truck before me didn't put any fuel in it because they just did something short. So it took more than normal. Um, I think I put like 120 gallons in it, and I figured it up. It was like at like some places are like $5.50 a gallon. So what's that, like f over $600? And, and that's not even a half of a fucking fill-up, is it? Nah, uh, yeah. Your truck's only 120 gallons? No, ours are 150, I think. Some are more. Some some guys, a lot of those over-the-road guys have more. What uh, What's the mile per gallon in one of them hogs? <laughs> Depends on where you're going, how heavy. Um, but Probably like five? Nah, about seven. Seven miles yeah. to a gallon? Yeah. Usually what's the seven. average lifespan on one of those engines? <laughs> I don't know. Millions? Uh, yeah. Um, you drive a newer one, though, right? Uh, I I don't drive the same truck every day because I'm an extra, so we have a bunch of extra trucks. You get just, the sloppies. Yeah. Um, when I first started, I got lucky though. Um, some guy got fired, and they asked me if I wanted to cover his run for the till the next bid. Probably got caught with a lot of lizard. <laughs> I don't know. I still haven't found out what happened, but <laughs> getting the old Gluck Gluck nine thousand. It was a, it was a newer truck. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I mean what I say was a newer truck. Um, it was a hundred and. 5,000 miles on it. All right, so okay. I've seen some pictures of, like, odometers and semis, and there's over a million miles on them. Yeah. Um, I know a couple – I think a couple of the trucks Big Red has got over a million. Um, there's there's some that I – most of our extra trucks average around four or five, 600,000, something like that. Now, is that the same engine, or do they have to replace those things? It's – I mean, just depends. I mean, if they blow up and you – know, if it's catastrophic, yeah, they're going to replace them. But, I mean – Big companies like that, they keep up on their sh shit, their maintenance, all their annual tires or brakes or oil changes. So you talk about big red or big red and his big big rigs over a, mi a million miles. 
you ask him that, he's going to say, oh, they're just now getting broken, boys. <laughs> yeah. He keeps up on his maintenance. Brand new. Now, we kind of mentioned CB radios earlier. Do you have one in your, your trucks? I don't have one. Um, since ours are since we're a company, um, they don't supply them. I mean, they have all the wiring and stuff in there. A lot of guys do have their own. They just put them in there. But me being an extra, I'm in a different there's truck a, every yeah, day. See, there's no I point in you carrying one no. around with you and hooking it up before yep. you head out. No. If they I don't make like own, a portable one? Uh, they make smaller ones, but it ain't like you want to have a good antenna. That's the key with a CB radio. If you we don't learn that good in antenna, high school, yeah. So if you don't have a good antenna, and then I mean you're not going to keep your antenna on the truck. So I mean that's just pain in the ass. So you don't have a call name? No, I wish. If well, he had one, what would it be? Uh, Big Daddy Tatted Pappy. Big Daddy Tatted Pappy. Yeah, that that's that's Big Cam CB. Name. That's a long yeah. one, but Big no, Daddy Tatted it's Pappy. It's fitting. I, I mean, you've been around, you know, for a year. Like what's what's the CB like radio talk? Is it like breaker breaker one nine? I'm coming down State Route seventy five here, and we got we got a pig up here on the left mile marker ninety one. There's a pig here, pig I mean, here. Yeah, it just Smoky. depends on what part of the country you're in. Like if there's a lot of a lot of truck traffic through that area, yeah, it can get like that. Like out in Pennsylvania, um, when I had that truck, the other guy that I shared the truck with had a CB in there, so I would usually turn it on at night because especially like when you go through like some of the cities and stuff, there's more traffic on there and it was just, it was entertaining more than anything. But the best part was always when there was a wreck up ahead and that's when everybody's all grouped together. So you can pick up everybody and this shit talking. I was about to say, it's probably interesting. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Now, I've, I've taken some videos of it before and it's just, it's, it's funny shit. Now, when you listen to that, do you have the assholes that are in the old jacked up trucks, the old 1994 F-150 with the big old tires on it, antenna <laughs> sticking off the top of it, three, foot four foot antenna on there just talking shit to the truckers probably um uh i remember when i was a kid we would always take trips down to the beach and stuff and my grandpa had this like it was like a little portable cb and i'd always want to take it and we'd throw that antenna it was like a magnet antenna on top of the truck and i they didn't want me to do it but i'd always throw it on there and we'd always listen to the truckers going down the highway and they say some crazy shit did you give them some shit we would but i don't think my antenna was good enough so they didn't because that's what I always wanted to do. I was like, I'm going to get on the CB and talk shit to these you wanted fucking greasy truckers. Yeah, and it never did because I don't think I had a good Speaking enough Speaking of greasy truckers, Joyride the movie with Paul Walker came out in, you know, early 2000s. Uh-huh. The plan was they, you know, got a couple semi-truck drivers together and they tried to kill this man. Mm-hmm. Is that a possibility? Can that happen like if you fuck in with, real life? If you fuck with a trucker on a CB and you piss them off enough, will they follow you and try to, you know, kill you or beat your ass? Uh today maybe not probably a long time ago 70s and 80s so it is a possibility probably because i mean if you see some of these crazy fuckers i mean they look like they're running from the law and for murder and i mean some of them are fucking wild looking for that reason do you think truck drivers get a bad rep um yeah some of them do just by you know not only complete fucking idiots not only by the way they look but do you think like people like us just regular civilians driving down the highway we think like truckers are like the kings of the road, yeah. and sometimes they might run you off the road. Sometimes they might they might just think, you know what, fuck these cars. We run this highway. Do you think they get a bad rep for that? Uh, Being maybe, the bullies of the roads, maybe. But they a lot the your true guys that are out there all day, every day. They don't give a fuck. There's only one reason why I would say a trucker gets a bad rep from my wife and I, and that's because we do the old fucking honk, <laughs> and he don't honk back. 
Yeah, that's a when, great question. When you, when you get when you get a little kid hanging out the back window giving you the old call sign to give me a honk, do yeah. you do it or yeah. do you say fuck yeah, you, little I do bitch? It. I get a big ass smile on my face every yeah. time I see it. Because sometimes, I mean, it's not as easy. Like when you're going when you're a kid and you're going down the road and you do it, you're like, why didn't he fucking do it? Like, it's, yeah, why? It's not as easy as you think sometimes because like. Like, especially nowadays, a lot of cars' windows are tinted a little darker, so, and the kids are always in the back, so you can't really see sometimes, so it's kind of hard, unless they get out the window and are like... Yeah. So, I've done that. I mean, I've had grown-ass adults do it. And Does that piss you off a little bit when the adults do it? No. No? I, I, you still, you still lay it on? I had somebody do it last week. Some, it was like two like like girls, maybe in their 20s, and then some oh. dude was driving, and they, they got their hand out the window, and <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I just got a big ass cheesy ass smile on my face, and I gave him a little toot toot. Speaking of speaking of, you know the, you know the good looking women that drive by. Uh-huh. Do you ever do you ever get a, like a flash here or there? I had a, I never have no. Have you ever seen some crazy shit like maybe a chick giving a guy a BJ or a guy jerking off in the car? Because you're up no, high, you can you, see you everything. You can see it. You can see it. No, I I never have. I'd drive him right off the road, wouldn't it? <laughs> Lord, I know I'd lose my concentration. I'd try I'd to follow him. My truck wouldn't keep up with him. Probably, but I'm sure but. that happens though. Oh yeah, like all the time. I'm sure truckers see weird shit happening. I mean, cars. if a trucker can witness a BJ on Highway 35, do you think? Have you ever witnessed like a small crime at a certain time? Like you know, you didn't think it was serious, and then come to find out, you see it on the radio or the news four days later, and it was a murder or kidnapping. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Um, you ran into any big accidents? Yes, I've seen like seen some crazy shit. Yeah, I've seen some crazy shit. Really? Yeah, I wish. Because we have our dash cams in our truck, but it's the company's. I, I really want to get my own dash cam just to record it throughout the day because I see some wild shit and some stupid fucking people. Like when I, when you say wild stuff, like you actually seen the accident happen or you came across it? Uh, Both. I've seen, I've witnessed maybe in the year that I've been driving, um, I've probably witnessed two, maybe, maybe three. Accidents actually happened. Mm-hmm. One was very recent. I was two miles from our exit. It was about 11 o'clock at night. This car, it was like a newer Ford Escape, went around me, passed me, and he stayed in the left lane. And then all of a sudden, he, he didn't turn his t- turn signal on, and just slowly started creeping across all the lanes. He was a little ways up. He didn't really cut me off. I was just watching him. I was like, what the fuck is this dude doing? He just kept going and going and going. And then by this time, he's on the shoulder. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And then, boom. Guardrail. Hit the tip of the guardrail. Flipped that fucking car around. So I went by him real quick, stopped, set my brakes, got out, went back there and checked on him. I don't know if he was messed up on drugs, um, drunk, but or maybe it was the airbags that maybe knocked him out. And I've he, been hit in the face was, with an airbag. You're a little woozy for a He bitch. was woozy. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe that was it, but he was- He could have had low blood sugar. <laughs> he could have been. It was, a, it, was a, it was a Friday night. Did you wait for the ambulance to come? Yeah, I, call, I was the one that actually called the cops. Okay. Now, did you put out your orange triangles? No. No? Did you light a fucking flare? You have flare? to do that. I, did you flare it? I did you flare down. it? You wasn't broke, broke down, but you were stopped. I had my four-way flashers. See, okay. nah. I would have flared it. If you stop for more than 10 or 15 minutes, you're going to have to cut this shit, out. Corey, because he's company's going to fire him because he didn't follow the protocol. <laughs> Do you have flares in your truck? <laughs> no, we have this, the safety truck. That's just pussy shit. Yeah. Do you have a flare gun? Mm-mm. Like where you They're can, not, he's, not playing, not, he's not playing PUBG, I can't, man. I can't, I can't <laughs> use flares because um, we haul a lot of hazardous materials. Okay, so I can't that makes sense. Safety first. What considered hazard? Gas? Glue, chemicals. There's a lot of shit. Like um, oxygen tanks. There's one that we haul. 
because I don't really see what's in it. But some, when we do have hazmat, it actually has on there what what it is. And there's one; it's considered hazardous material, but it's all it is is flavoring extract for something. It's a flavoring extract, probably for bananas, food or something. Bananas suck ass, and it's considered hazardous material for some reason. Now, let me ask you this. We're talking hazard materials, and hazard to me is very important. It's got to make point A to point B without issue, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if somebody gets a hold of it, it's could be... Or if you like have an accident, it leaks on the road. That's the main part of why it's controlled tightly is just for okay. EPA. So what about hiring shit. like a Navy SEAL 6 group in the back <laughs> of your truck bed with like ARs? <laughs> So if you get taken hostage for your He's hazmat. He's not a fucking Brinks truck, Buck. Yeah. I haul fucking tires. Who the hell wants to buy fucking our steel glue? Skids of Gatorade. I'm just trying to start a new business. Basically, that could be a great business. It's hazardous if it's flammable. He could be he could be freaking taking a truck full of uh, WD-40. Well, who I knows? Mean, if he, Have you ever drove out of Wright Pad Air Force Base no. with an alien base or some shit like that? I know. No? See, he could be. We work. deliver. We, our city guys do. See? I don't. They're delivering. UFO parts. I, I actually, there was one time I was leaving South Bend, Indiana, and I looked on there. I had hazmat, and I looked on the the sheet that tells you what's all in there, and it was a bunch of um, ammunition for, there was three police departments in Pennsylvania I was going to, and then the Lincoln County Sheriff's Department had like, I think it was like 11,000 pounds of ammunition. So, I mean, it, it. that's when I know what I have sometimes. When it's Is that happening. when you text your wife and you're saying, That's hey. the one I wanted to, that one might have disappeared. I told yeah. her, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I got a lot of ammunition on this bad that's boy. a lot right of now. money on this truck, baby. Yeah. You so, might not see me again. Yeah. So, that's the only time I see what's on there. Big Cam, you're a truck driver. What the hell's your daily attire? What I have on, exactly what I have on right now. So, you wear sweatpants and a t-shirt? In the wintertime, yeah. And then, like, I'll have, like, a little sweater or a, t- or a hoodie. and. I mean, you got on fucking flip-flops, man. Dude shoes. Those are my summertime shoes sometimes. You don't even have socks? When I think of a trucker, when I think of a trucker, I think some dirty jeans and some cowboy boots and a goddamn cowboy hat or something. Some of them do. A flannel yeah. and yeah. a nice belt buckle. So yeah. you just you just rock your snap back backwards and just drive that mother? Yeah, I usually wear it forwards, but, yeah. Yeah, T-shirt. And sometimes I wear shorts. So basically, it's all about comfort. Yeah, our city guys though we have uniforms they have to wear. So okay. they have, to, but we have like a little store that we can order like shirts and shit from, and it has like our name on it and our logo. You said hell with that. I'm just gonna wear this Carhartt shirt. I have some that like they have nice, nice like Under Armour shirts we can buy and Carhartts so, with their name and stuff. What do you think about you know trucker caps? Is that what you wear every day? Because I mean, where did the is it Von Dutch? Like, where did that go? Dutch. I, don't, I don't know if they're still around or like not. Truck, when you think of a trucker cap and you're a truck driver, yeah. does that go hand in hand together? Or is that just what they're called? Uh, That's just what they're called. But yeah, I mean, I, I would say back in the 70s and 80s, that was a, I mean, that was the only really, there was no such thing as like snap or like uh, new eras, flat bills and other styles of hats. So but the it was me- all just the mesh bags. The mesh is a trucker cap? That's yeah. a trucker so this. cap. Well, it's got to have the it's got to have the flat it's bill on the front open. too, and it's got to be uh, and it's got to be like the 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 front's got to be like puffed up. Yeah, it's like just the a foam, style of a cap. Yeah. like the foam Ka- shit you kinda, get painted on. One of those cheap fucking hats you get from somewhere. Yeah, it's a truck. Truck. like in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, at a sure. little stand. Yeah, and yeah. you get your girlfriend's name painted on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. spray painted. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Brittany it's the bitch. Truckers, truckers wore those back in the day. I guess how I got his name. Have you ever broke down yet? Knock on wood, no. Have you blew a tire? <laughs> no, no. Because like when you drive down the highway, you see all like the rubber in the middle of the uh, road from yeah. these semis blow out. So you've never experienced that yet? Not yet. And I'm sure it's coming. But How long can you last on a uh, 
a blown tire, is that long. immediate? It immediately will shred. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, I've seen chunks probably at least weigh 10 or 15 pounds, like in the middle huge, of the highway. Yeah. A lot of the ones that you see like that are um, retread tires where they retread them, which those aren't safe as all at all. We don't run retreads. Um, good company. So they're basically like a pay good and got a good tire recycled tire. Almost. They just take the tread off and then they basically glue it and staple it back on. I think I've seen a uh, episode of how it's made yeah. on retread tires. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty interesting. I mean, it's, it's neat. It's a lot cheaper, but not safe. You've never broke down, but have you demolished a deer yet? No, not yet. I've, I've came close. Once again, I mean, you see these deer that are just a lot. shredded and there's just blood for another mile down the road from where it's, yep. this truck has dragged this body down the road. So you 70 East out in Pennsylvania is there's one every fucking quarter mile. So you've never like pulled over on a piss break and there's like a 20 point buck out in the woods and you don't just chop its head off and take it home with you. <laughs> I, I could have, but yeah, there's, I've not hit one yet. I've came really fucking close. So. I've never slaughtered a deer or barehanded a mountain lion but i've choked a couple cougars <laughs> choked a couple cougars do you carry a weapon in your truck like a baseball bat or maybe a pistol uh com- is that is company that com- policy we can't carry um firearms but the only weapon i guess i have is like um kind of looks like a hatchet almost oh it's, my it's like God. metal but it's i use it as like a pin puller to pull my fifth wheel and then on the end it has like a kind of looks like a hammer and then on the back it kind of looks like an ice pick to like knock ice off the locks and stuff so it's kind of like a multi-tool most it's about about that long so if you, you got could, hit with it you fuck could, you I was up. about to say you could use it as a weapon if you like needed a, to like a tire knocker like you see like i remember um, is that how you check the or, or the uh tire pressure in a truck yeah just knock the tire really you can tell by the sound and how it bounces back what's it sound like I don't know. It's just a different feel to it. it and you, it's bounce has bounce. You to know it. that one's good. That yeah. bitch is good. Or just kick it. Go around and kick tires. <laughs> you ever get involved in any road rage accident or incidents yet? Anybody piss you off? Have in you there? ever put, oh, the, have you put the thumbs in have, yet? Yeah, have you? Yeah. Uh, you gave them the nah, real finger yet? I don't yet? give them the old double bird. I just throw my hands up. I just it don't do no good because they're down the road. Time to do it. Yeah. It don't do no good. Now, do you have a Bluetooth? Mm-hmm. Yep. So like a little side piece. Yep. You're one of them truck drivers yeah, that has that in your ear. Now, don't tell me you're the douchebag that goes into the pilot with that Bluetooth <laughs> still in your ear. Still talking to somebody. <laughs> no. We have to. Like we can't we, we have to be hundred percent hands free. So if I mean if I'm driving down the road and I got my phone up to my ear like that, they can pull me over and I can lose my job. Set it on your lap. Put it on speaker. Yeah. It's tough. Big can hear a lot better because in a semi it's not as quiet as a car. So, you, so then when I pass that semi truck, noise he's got the the headset on. I need to respect him a little more because I always call him a nerdy bitch. Exactly. Look at that fucking. I'm just nerd. trying to talk to somebody. Look at that cool Shit. cat with his Bluetooth fucking <laughs> headset on. It always cracks me up when they walk into the pilot with that yeah. big old thing still on their head. Yeah, yeah, it looks fucking stupid. I don't do that shit. Last few questions here, Big Cam. Appreciate you coming, but I really want to know what is it about the Lions Den and truckers? <laughs> do they go in there? They buy the pocket pussies for the road. Are peepholes still a thing? Tell me all about it. I'm sure peepholes probably are a thing. I wouldn't say maybe a lion's in there. But maybe there's there's different stops. family-owned ones. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say there probably can, is. It, you can, you know, rent out a room and... I don't know what they do. I put your honestly, dick through the glory hole? Yeah. I mean, you've been in them, but... And you ne- I've never been in them. I've never not, been not in... those ones. I've been in a lion's den. I've well, never yeah. been in a, one of those... But yeah, I feel ones. like every time you pull into a lion's den, there's 13 semi-truck yeah, drivers there's a truck in the there. Lot. So what are, are they buying the porn? Are they, they, I would say probably. I mean, they may run f- 
prostitutes in and out of there. I don't know. Are I they mean, sick and tired of you know shifting gears and they want a pocket pussy I mean, for the next they, week or what? They want to shift themselves or what? Yeah. Maybe it's also just somewhere to park too because a lot of them have designated semi parking and you go to uh, after seven eight o'clock at night. You go into a truck stop, it you're driving around trying to find a spot. So, so. maybe, you know, the lion's den. They know if, there's nobody there. If so. there's a sleeper creeper running around, they might work the lion's den parking lot to stay undercover from the uh, truck stops. Could be. Low, low profile. I know when I pull into the lion's den and I see four or five semi-truck drivers, my first thought when I go into that, that shop is that dirty motherfucker, is gra- he's grabbed like the, the front of a porno or a DVD and he's in that dressing room <sighs> yeah. jerking his shit. Also, also like a lot of um couples like husbands and wives are like they truck drive together so maybe they're going there and get some lube and shit See, that's I what know. i was going to ask you oh, right. was, does that ha- can you could you take your wife with I, you on a trip i can't know what about a dog i know you love your we're, dog you can't not, it's no. not pet friendly no son of a bitch i'd quit a lot of companies are though i mean you can take your dogs but we're not last one here what's one piece of advice you'd give give someone if they were interested in becoming a truck driver uh, I would say do it. If you love to drive and you don't mind being away from home a little bit more than a normal job, especially like my type of truck driving that I do a little bit longer days, I would say do it. Do, I mean, I know it's a little bit harder now to go through the schooling. They've added a lot more to it, but money's good. It's really good. So get after I'd it. say do it. If you love driving, especially, I mean, even over the road, if, if you're single or something like that, do it. You think right now is a good time to be a semi truck driver though? not if you're an owner operator no um if you were to work for a company like me yeah why do you say that because that's all their cost right like you you have so i mean you have a lot of money coming in but you also have a lot going out i don't i don't have to worry about truck maintenance i don't have to worry about fuel i know i have you're saying inflation kind of fucks that up yeah just the fuel prices and then like i don't have to worry about getting loads like my job does it for me like i know I don't like the parts and stuff, the material for the truck. It's all up right the headache, now. Yeah. Everything. The headache is just so much less. So I would get on with a company. I wouldn't go the owner operator route of owning your own truck. It's not the time to do it right now. Buck, any last questions? I got for one. Him? I got one final question. Okay. We'll end it with this. Lincoln Hawk, a great character by Sylvester Stallone in the movie over the top. Have you ever seen it? I don't think I have. You've never seen over the top. He's a semi truck driver. I'm not. I'm gonna, oh I'm gonna watch it. You're though. gonna watch it and you're gonna love it. And my question to you is to finish out the night, he's an arm wrestler mm-hmm. underground. Arm wrestlers in competitions at truck stops. Are you an underground arm wrestler? <laughs> Have you ever thought about it? Fuck no. Because I think you could, like win. you could. Yeah. No. You could be over the top, man. You could go to Vegas and win you about five hundred grand. No. Never thought about it. I'm gonna have to look into it though. I'm not that strong. It's kinda of disappointing. I thought for sure this <laughs> MF or Next time we have you on, I need you to look into underground arm wrestling, okay. need some updates, and try out a lot, Lizard. Thanks for coming in, Big Cam. <laughs> Uncle Buck, appreciate you. Corey the K, as always, I'm Rolski. We'll see you guys next week. You think uh, my wife's new nickname for her booty should be the Wiggle Wagon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she would, you know, respond to that, Buck. I love it. Her wiggle wagon. Bailey text it and let us know what you think about the wiggle wagon truck. You got to see that thing in reverse. (laughs) (laughs) You think you could back that thing up? Uh huh. Uh huh.